This is the Champions of Print podcast series, recognizing Canadian companies and individuals that have helped fight COVID-19. Champions of Print is sponsored by Spicers. Spicers is a leading distributor of printing papers, specialty products, graphic solutions, sign and display media and equipment, and industrial packaging supplies. Partnering with trusted global manufacturers, Spicers sources, stocks, markets, and distributes a diverse range of quality products. Hello, and welcome to the Champions of Print podcast series. I'm your host, Kavita Sabrawal Chomiak, editor of Print Action Magazine. This fall, Print Action launched the Champions of Print Awards, designed to recognize individuals or companies in the Canadian print industry that have made a significant contribution to their community or been innovative to meet the needs of their community or the country during COVID-19. Print Action Magazine is thrilled to present the winners of the 2020 Champions of Print Awards through this podcast series. Today I'm joined by Jay Mandarino, President and CEO of CJ Graphics Inc. In order to give back during the pandemic, CJ Graphics displayed innovation and community involvement through donations of money and personal protective equipment, or PPE, including social distancing guards, office dividers, and more across Canada. Jay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me today, Kavita. First off, I just want to offer you a big congratulations on winning a Champions of Print Award. Well, you know, thank you very much. And it's, it's, a, it's a big honor, actually, for the whole company because there's just so many amazing people that I'm sure were uh, contestants as well. So it's just a great honor. So thank you. Our pleasure. Just to start off, um, can you please tell me a little bit more about the innovation that CJ Graphics has shown during the pandemic? Well, you know, we are one of the, the, the innovators in North America, so we're always innovating. But I mean, obviously, with uh, uh, COVID-19 and everything um, and shortages of work and people putting things on, on hold, we had to sort of relook at doing things. And, you know, we didn't want to send as many people home. So that's, you know, part of the original reason we got into this and started looking at taking different machines and different processes and starting to manufacture uh, PPE equipment. Can you explain the process you followed in retooling your machines to manufacture this PPE? Yes, and um, you know, it's not just the machines, it's the people and everything. So we had a committee and we have some really creative people here and they came up with different things that, you know, because this all went so fast, right? Like, you know, they were getting calls, they were sold out, everything, you know, shortages everywhere. So we were a little inundated at actually at the beginning and still to this day. So we were lucky as we were looking at stuff and our, our team came up with some amazing things and they saw uh, some of the things that weren't working out there. For example, probably one of the, the things that we were most successful was with the social distancing guards, or as some people call them, sneeze guards. And they were cracking and they were, uh, there was a whole bunch of issues depending on the different materials. So because we do, we have heat benders and we are working with acrylics, you know, all the time with some of the POS and some of the display work we do. Um, We actually did a museum for dolls in Los Angeles. We had to make all the cases. So we had a team that's already used to doing that. So we just had to really repurpose that and figure out ways and working with our partner suppliers as well in the industry who are great on what was the best material and how to make that bend and how to make it strong 
and then we even actually learned to install them. Uh, you know, we worked with 3M using some of their products and just different people all collaborating together to use some of the existing equipment we had. So it was, um, I mean, everyone was, was excited about it, and, but it was, it was overwhelming. We were getting calls and calls from people all the time. So, I mean, it, it, you know, it's good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about the Be Smart Stand Apart campaign? Sure. Um, wow, you did your research. Um, there was a program in the States called Be Smart Stand Apart, BSSA. And I'm not sure how we found out about it or they found out about us, but they, they, they reached out to us and it was Dan Core in the U.S. And they said, well, why don't you guys do it in Canada? And we said, okay, we'll, we'll partner with you. So we did all of Canada. And it was amazing because you know, the biggest challenge still to this day, uh, sadly, is people are not practicing their social distancing. And, you know, part of it is hard as humans because we're just used to interacting. Uh, we're used to going up and talking to somebody. We're not used to standing, you know, six feet apart. So they came up with this whole program and they got footprints and they came up with uh, floor decals. And it was great. And the proceeds went to charity. And they were working with United Way in the States. So um, we said, well, you know what? We work with United Way in Canada. So we approached United Way through a couple of sister organizations. And so what we did is with all the proceeds from the Be Smart Stand Apart, it goes to the United Way, Kids Help Phone, and CJ Skate Park. So um, all these charities are important. And a lot of them are dealing with youth and kids. And I think they are being affected as we all are being affected, but even the most because, you know, just the whole process has been so difficult. So these are charities that will help other people. The other thing you could do is you could also buy some of these decals online anywhere in Canada. We work with Canada Post, was shipped across the country. Uh, we worked with Xerox and 3M and, you know, everyone really came together. It was amazing. And you could either use one of the pre-designs that were in the templates, or you could do your own design. So we had automotive dealers such as Nissan, Infiniti, Ienda, Mercedes, uh, and all sorts of different uh, dealerships across the country. Uh, pretty well did majority of the condo developments, whether it be, you know, Crossbridge or Brookfield or Tridel, we dealt with them all. And uh, it, it was just, uh, everyone was great about it and just needed them done as soon as possible to get them up there and get us all safe. And it was just great that it was going back to charity, which was, which was so cool. So it was a win-win for everybody. That's wonderful. And then, you know, we, we, when I say we started with the social distancing guards, it just grew from there. We did hospital beds. Although hospital beds were not an issue here in Canada. Um, they were so more so in the States, so we really didn't sell many. <laughs> I think we sold one. Um, and hopefully we never have to sell any, knock on wood. And then we got into, you know, the social distancing face shields which were a huge hit and still are to this day. And there's some debate about those, but I will, uh, I will argue with people and show the benefits of why they're there. And, and really this came up because of our skate park and summer camp watching the kids. And kids just naturally, as we all do, touch our face with our hands. And we're not even aware of it most of the time. And if you ever videotape yourself and watch yourself, how many times you actually touch your face, it's scary. So with the face shield, it's really hard for kids to touch their face. So we did it that way. Plus, we needed to see them smile if they were scared, if we were teaching them a trick, if they were scared or happy. So it's really important not to look like a criminal. Um, so we just found there's more co comfort level. So that's that was that. And then we came out with, oh gosh, I mean, you name it, anything to do with a plastic or an acrylic or a polycarbonate. 
Um, and then we started developing a, a guards in the office desk and, and dividers and movable dividers. And we worked with a couple outside suppliers and metal shops and came up with, you know, putting wheels on them and trying to work with restaurants because their, their numbers were getting cut down. How could they get more people in an area and control it? Uh, and then we actually just lately um, came out, we have a partner in Montreal and uh, make sanitizer and we're the distributor for Canada. And it's amazing because there are three types and one is non-scented and the other two have essential oils and they got like a lavender smell and the other one has a eucalyptic type smell and people love my wife went crazy over them because you know you just put it in your hands and it just it just feels relaxing it's not like a lot of those ones that lift you itchy and your skin dry after a while so that we've been selling at salons and spas and it's been going like crazy so yeah from something that just started off for one thing it sort of evolved into a whole different thing <laughs> and what was the community response you received uh, the community, you know, what was it was overwhelming. Um, CP24, as soon as they heard about it, they came down here. They did a little feature on it, and then we had some fun with that. And then uh, talked about the skate park. And, uh, yeah, you know, Kids Help Foam was great. I've worked with them for many, many years and done auctions for a lot of these charities. And it was great because United Way gives back to many different organizations. Um, so everyone was positive, and, um, you know, it's still – working to this day and I think really until everyone starts getting back in their offices it's going to start you know accelerating and getting even more work which will be interesting so um, yeah no, it's been great. Did you encounter any challenges as you were working on any of these initiatives? <laughs> Sorry I laugh because uh, you know um, we, yes the answer is yes um, not that we were expecting um, but all sorts of things came up um, because, you know, we didn't do this stuff before, right? So we learned things all the time. You know, we learned how to properly package something up made out of a, a PPG or a PPE or, or, or polycarbonate and making sure it arrives safely. <laughs> so we learned a lot about that. But the other thing is shortages. You know, we talk about challenges. There just wasn't enough product. I mean, there was one point I remember at the beginning of this whole um, pandemic where um, we, all, we had to bid on product. Literally, the suppliers were running out left and right. In the States, of course, was totally out of control. And um, there just was not much coming to Canada. And people didn't want to get stuff coming from overseas. So, you know, we bought a ton of the North American-made stuff. Actually, all our face shields, we only make them out of polycarbonate made in the U.S. And even the PVC that's used to attach it uh, is also made out of that. So, you know, we have to get from different suppliers different manufacturers and really, uh, you know, make sure we have an inventory and we have to buy a whole bunch ahead of time. So uh, it was funny because uh, some of our printer friends out West were saying, Hey, can you get us some stock? Can we buy some of yours? And, you know, so we did release some of it, but we really needed it all to do everything, that, you know, the demand we were getting. And, uh, you know, the nice thing about it during some of these challenges, we got to meet some printers that we didn't know and they didn't know us, but we worked together helping each other produce some of these things. And it was, uh, it was great seeing how people were coming together uh, during a time of crisis, right? Which, uh, you know, our industry is probably one of the industries that's suffering the most. Um, there are certain parts of it that, you know, packaging and those areas that aren't, but the majority is, has been suffering. So uh, it was nice to see that there was some hope there. Jay, thank you so much for joining us today and congratulations again on your award win and for demonstrating such innovation and initiative to help your community and the country. Well, you know, two things. First, I mean, it's not just me. It's certainly the team here at CJ Graphics. I am blessed that I have an amazing team 
And a lot of these initiatives came from several members of our management team. Um, and as well, I have to thank Print Action for actually even having this category um, because, you know, everybody has been involved in this pandemic has affected everybody. And um, I think that you guys, Kavita and your team have been really good in covering uh, and relating to the whole pandemic through some of your stories and links and articles. And you may not be aware or not, but I mean, I think the industry wants to give a big shout out to you because you have brought people together and you may not even be aware of that because you know, you're writing an article about maybe Hemlock in, in Vancouver or PDI in Montreal or wherever this city or province is. And then, you know, we read about that. Well, well, let's call them. Let's see what they're doing. You know, let's see what Metropolitan's doing. Uh, let's see what all these printers are doing. And it gets people talking and we all come with ideas and, you know, it launched everybody into this. And I'm sure you had a lot of people that were interested in this category and, you know, it's hard to pick one. And, uh, I think everyone deserves a huge thank you. And again, a huge thank you to Pernection and, and thank you for uh, being part of our industry. It is absolutely our pleasure. And we are happy to highlight the achievements of uh, print shops around the country. And I think, you know, it's not over yet, unfortunately, and it's going to be a while. And uh, I think it's great that uh, the industry is working together as best we can and uh, be optimistic. And, you know, uh, we'll get through this as we get through all things. Please subscribe to Print Action's e-newsletter to be notified every time a new podcast is uploaded. I'm Kavita Sabarwal-Chomiak. Thank you for tuning in to the Champions of Print podcast series. See you next time. Champions of Print is sponsored by Spicers. Spicers is a leading distributor of printing papers, specialty products, graphic solutions, sign and display media and equipment, and industrial packaging supplies. Partnering with trusted global manufacturers, Spicer's sources, stocks, markets, and distributes a diverse range of quality products. Thank you.